welcome everyone to a new episode of the V Superheroes. Hi guys, how are you? Hey Stan. Uh, hey Stan. Doing Fine. well, like always. Doing well in times of Corona. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about your holiday. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe which holiday? <laughs> that, that summarizes it. <laughs> we just uh, met a new kind of vaporized. I think uh, uh, gone is holiday. Um, Today's topic is uh, is not uh, diseases, not uh, not uh, holidays, uh, unfortunately, uh, but um, what we call these days VCF everywhere. Um, now, uh, let's start with a basic question: What does VCF stand for? VMware Cloud Foundation. Uh, next, next question. question. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a short answer. Thank you, Stan. <laughs> no, in, in the end, in the end, if you if you look at what we are, what we've We've been trying to do over the last uh, what is it 21 years now um, is is basically create a foundation layer foundational layer uh, that virtualizes everything within a data center. And 20 years ago we started with hey dear Mr. Customer your CPU is um, is doing nothing. Um, you could potentially run more more workloads on top of the same hardware. So let's try to do that um, with success. Um, and of course, then the, the, the next way of, of virtualizing stuff comes comes into play. Let's say, uh, how, how, how many how many years ago, uh, Frederick, uh, did we bought Nasira? Eight. Eight years ago. So eight years At ago. At the time of recording. <laughs> <laughs> will normally be launched soon. ATR. <laughs> um, so eight, eight odd years ago. And that's uh, something like that. And um, so what we, uh, what we did at that moment is we thought, okay, we now have the the hypervisor. Uh, we got it covered. Um, let's now start with um, with detaching other stuff, other functions in your data center from the hardware underlying. Um, Nicera, uh, nice acquisition um, that became NSX in the end, um, and uh, we launched also vSAN, which then decouples the storage parts um, of the of the actual storage box and makes makes it virtualized. Um, and of course, if, if we then look to the, the journey over 22 years, um, we now have again CPUs waiting to do something because they're now, again, no, not really um, um, performing as they should be. They're not at 80% performance uh, mm. uh, request at this moment. So we now can put more functions inside the same hardware and so put more virtualization on top of it and do more out of that same hardware. That being said, I didn't answer the VMware Cloud Foundation uh, question yet. Um, so new things come with new uh, challenges and for us opportunities. If I look mm -hmm. at, uh, at VMware, uh, opportunities to do better and our customers are being challenged by keeping up with the, with the, with the pace, I would say, of, of new technologies uh, hitting them in the face, basically. Um, if I look, for example, um, a customer of mine um, that I had two years ago, three years ago, uh, I asked once the question, how, how much time does it take to go from a vSphere version X to a vSphere version Y, a major version to major version? Mm -hmm. And it took them one and a half years of prep work to get to one good state to the next good state. Now, if you know that more or less every year we launch a major version, then they are by default behind. six months mm -hmm. behind. Mm -hmm. So they, 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 they can't keep up with the pace. So they skip versions. So they potentially skip versions, uh, maybe do their due diligence less, uh, less good and potentially hit the wall uh, for, for example, security or whatever. Now, that is the, that is the 
that's called the, the job that nobody wants to do is test and test everything and see if everything is compliant and see if everything goes through all their change boards and so on and so on. Um, what people want to do is basically look at what the business is trying to is trying to do, or 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 does at this moment. So that is in the end um, where Cloud Foundation came uh, came into play is um, how can we make our customers life easier from a v VMware point of view? Mm. How can we make sure that um, the NSX version Y is being linked to vSphere version X and all the dependencies between those two versions are being covered? Right. Second, uh, or that's the first point. Uh, second thing, if these are covered, how can we deploy them faster? How can mm. we go faster and make sure that the release cycles are following faster uh, instead of one and a half years of work? Um, and if you look at, for example, VCF, that is exactly what we what we have been doing. We now have a built-in automation that yeah, can do a rolling upgrade of, of a complete platform, I would say. Mm. Um, that being done by the uh, by a wrapper that we created, which is called the SDDC Manager. And the SDDC Manager is basically the wrapper that does the low-level work, I would say. And it's also, it's not only a, a lifecycle management, also a certificates, password rotation, all that stuff has been done as well uh, through through the SDC manager. Now, if you look at um, the vision that we that we that we had uh, back in 2012, I think it was, where where uh, Pat showed um, the SDC vision for the first time. Um, at that moment, uh, there was one change in the um, in, in in the slide. It was not any cloud; it was one cloud because at that moment we had on we had our own cloud, mm -hmm. uh, but that, that didn't work. That didn't really work out well. So at, that, at this moment, we adapted our version of our vision a little bit, and we uh, added uh, or we changed the word any uh, one to any. Um, and in the end, I think that's a better vision mm -hmm. because in the end, what we're trying to create now is a uh, common language on both sides. I mean, um, in the public side and in the, call it private side. Um, and if I look at what we are doing today, we're, we're now creating a hybrid cloud uh, world um, where we run VCF on-prem potentially, but also in somewhere in the, in the public cloud. Uh, for example, AWS, we have a good, a good uh, collaboration with it, but uh, also Azure is coming, GCP is coming or available. Um, so all these- Azure is already there is, with- Yeah, with, with, cloud, with the cloud simple, uh, yeah. uh, 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 Wait, go to market. I would say. So, if you look at that, and we also have IBM, we have all the all the major clouds are are using our stack, um, and of course, we have also our VCP partners here locally, our service providers that are uh, potentially standardized on our platform. So, for our customers, we basically open the open the door to the cloud, saying, "Hey, dear Mr. Customer, you want to consume it here, somewhere in your private or somewhere in your public? We can we can do both, whatever mm -hmm. you want." And I think that is something. Um, if, if you if you look at um, if you look at VCF as such, um, that is basically our foundational layer to do that, right? And also push all the new things uh, um, yeah, faster to market. I would mm -hmm. say. So I'm, I'm, th that's a little bit the, the elevator pitch I would say about uh, about VCF. Um, of course, what we try to do is try to create some sort of consistency, uh, some sort of common language um, between. Um, infra but also operationally that people don't need to um, learn something new when they open when they open the door to the cloud they don't uh, get a new interface that only one guy in the team understands now they get the same interface that everybody understands yeah if you look at um, our customer set mm -hmm. um, would you say that 
VCS is, VCF is already a common approach or no. on, on what maturity level would your customers be then? De de depends how you look at your customer. And, and, and for me, VCF is not a technology play. Mm. For me, VCF is a, is an how can, how, and that's maybe a lot of words to, 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 to put one word maybe in, in the, in, in the sentence, but how can I put my IT more into control and link it back to what the business is actually re requesting? Mm. Um, and, and then of course, then they need to get rid of all the low level tasks. And for me, VCF is not a technology play. It's a, it's a, it's a more business play than it is a, a an IT play. But of so course, the, it's, the it's why question is not IT related. Well, it's a bit IT related, so IT operations. Mm -hmm. But the why question is then more other business units and what kind of business units? Then? It can it can be whatever business unit. And and some of some of the of these things have to do with the um, the tendency of businesses. Um, going into the cloud, for example, because IT couldn't follow the pace of the business. So shadow IT. Yes, yes. And then uh, I'm not sure if if, if the, both of you are in the room. We we had once a CTO in the room of an uh, of a, of a company, and um, he for him and I, I I found that a very nice uh, way of of looking at it, uh, looking at shadow IT. He asked himself the question: What is um, what is shadow IT? Is shadow IT now a threat or is shadow IT now a, an, an opportunity? Hmm. And and I think it's a bit of both. Um, it, it, it is a threat in the way you, you as IT don't control it. So it's a threat that some some data might leak because hmm. they're not following uh, security standards. But it's also an opportunity for IT to understand what the business actually wants and how fast they want to act. Hmm. And maybe if they want to link it back to some sort of traditional application, that's maybe the moment... IT can now learn and say, hold on a second. They did this because we couldn't deliver. And right now we can take control back because they want to link it to something that we control. Um, so that's an opportunity to learn and do better. So in, in, in my view, um, there's a moment IT um, speeds up the mm. pace of innovation, I would say. Yeah. Does that mean because the business at a certain moment they don't care where it runs. Correct. They, they will say to IT, I need this. If IT cannot deliver, I go to somewhere else. Correct. So that means that IT needs to take control somewhere or how they, do you see that in, in our customer set? Then? What, they, what, what, I, what I see happening is uh, we have a couple of customers where, I, where I've been engaged and, and what, we, what we see most of the time is that um, IT is trying to follow, for example, uh, a cloud-first strategy. In the end, it doesn't work out uh, uh, for... 7,000 different reasons, right? And at that moment, IT, IT has learned that potentially the cloud-first strategy was not the right way to go, mm -hmm. right? So at that moment, they, they revert the, the strategy and say, okay, now we need to get, get back on premise for whatever reason or, or, or at least adopt the technology that gives us the ability to connect it to the strategy that we first had, mainly the hybrid cloud at that moment because then it's not a cloud-first, but it's a it's a... And, and we will use the cloud for the applications that we think it's most useful and not for every application, right? And that is, that is something that I see happening more often uh, for customers that then put money on the table and say, we want that platform in-house that gives us a cloudified way of working. And so we can now hit the button and say, we do, uh, we do our upgrades. Uh, that upgrade is being done over time, but we don't need to, really look at it 
And that's actually the same as what they would have in the cloud somewhere. In, in, in my opinion, that's where the real value lies. Because when a customer says we have a cloud-first or even a cloud-only approach, that doesn't necessarily mean public cloud. It means Correct. the cloud experience. It Correct. means having uh, a platform, basically, that is so agile, so easy to manage, uh, always on, mm -hmm. scalable, resilient, etc., etc. Yep. Um, what we now have and for have had for a couple of years now is is the the ability to build that cloud experience into a private data center Correct. under the control of IT, the budget of IT, budget of many other lines of businesses as well, like networking, mm -hmm. like storage, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, so that the friction is, is the friction that you mentioned uh, about uh, uh, shadow IT decimates. Mm -hmm. It's not gone. It's never going to go gone. There's always a new kid on the block. Uh, you, you can you can look at it as a, as a chain on a bike. We are the oil that makes the chain go mm -hmm. smoother, right? But in the end, you need to push to get forward, right? Mm -hmm. So there is always friction. Yeah. But not the more oil. But if you, once you put oil on it, it goes easier. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what we are. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Or, or or the 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 way that we are enabling our IT, or the IT environment. To, to be that oil towards their business. Mm. And that is, that is I think, the, 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 way that, the way forward, I would say. And if I look at, for example, IDC and all, all, the, all the, the big guys in the market that look at, at the market trends, all of them say hybrid cloud will be here for the next X amount of years. It will not go away anytime soon. Uh, we've been screaming cloud for at least a decade. Yes. And, and as far as I know, and correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think there's a customer that went fully cloud. Call. Fully public cloud. Public cloud, sorry. Yeah. There, there are some agile companies that I, I, I have one customer in Belgium that does everything in the cloud. So, okay. But they spin up small things for customers. So they don't have an on-prem AD. They don't have... Um, they don't have anything. The only thing that they have is, is mobile devices, of mm -hmm. course, to, to connect to environments in the cloud. Yeah, I'm sure there so are. There are so, but that's, that was a relative new company. So yeah. they exist, I think, seven years, something like mm -hmm. that. So the legacy they, is not they there. Started, there is no there, legacy. There is no, yeah. legacy. There's no yeah. traditional application. Yeah. They started everything up fresh and they did a new approach. Yeah. yeah. And that's the agile approach and so on. Yeah. So, well, let, let's be honest, yeah. in, in our day-to-day -day business, the, the, the type of customers that we approach, they already have yeah, a, a body, an existence, mm. uh, a legacy. They have, they have a legacy, yeah. yeah. But it, and and, and, that, is, and that, is, that is, of course, what will, what will keep the, the traditional world alive. Look at mainframes. Eh? They're mm. getting smaller, but it's still there. Absolutely. Uh, and, 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 and they're not getting less expensive. Eh? They're getting at least as expensive as they were five years ago uh, or ten years ago, but they now have... Um, just to keep the lights running just alone. Keep the yeah. Leap, yeah. Just keep the, the lights on. And that, that, then if you look at, the, at an application layer, that is, that is, that is exactly what is what mm. being done. Mm. So, so the traditional applications are being used to... to potentially run the most critical things in a business but the budget going to those original applications is is going down every 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 iteration of a budget mm. so yeah. that's what i meant by it um, you said the vcf's play is is not a tech play correct um, my take on that is that it's more uh, it's a much broader discussion than just with the typical infrastructure guys correct. that we talk mm. uh, from my point of view mainly than the, the network and security yeah. guys uh, so, I would say that in a in an ideal world, 
mm-hmm. quite a lot of the budget that typically went to traditional network and security appliances and traditional cabling and whatever kind of plumbing you might mm-hmm. think of should again in an ideal world go to something like building a private or at least a hybrid mm-hmm. uh, cloud-like yep. en- en- environment and the reason why this discussion broadens so much is it, it all has to do, of course, with automation. Correct. And in the long run, when you adapt as a customer to this kind of philosophy, you will see that the you, you call it the, the low-level operations. Yeah, uh, low-level operations. Yeah. They will be gone. So you won't have that. You still have a cabling guy, yeah. obviously. But all the, the typical patching and maintaining and and the plumbing basically of, of what you yeah, have in a data center will all be automated and it's already automated but, but you can and if i look and that's the second thing eh, the automation only from a, a stack point of view um, is being made easy with with cloud foundation why because you work from a standard if you don't that, work from a point, standard then. then 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 you have dependencies and if you have loose ends and it's very difficult to automate a loose end yeah because it's always a dependency. You make an, an, an um, uh, yeah, some sort of, of, of decision that you say, okay, this is um, something that we only will be using once or twice. And then, of course, on, on, on that one is still another one coming. And it's the same decision, yeah. the same process going through. Automation is very difficult on that. If you if you use a standard block and you say this is my standard block, then then that that standard block will be easy. To I automate. had a really simple methodology, and I think I I think my bosses, if they would listen to my previous bosses would listen to this podcast, they would be amazed. And um, it's called SA, mm-hmm. and SA stands for eliminate, simplify, standardize, and then automate and integrate. Mm-hmm. And that's a cycle. Mm-hmm. Started at looking at your processes and and what you have, and throw away what you do not need. Simplify what you already have, standardize where possible, and then yeah, once it's standardized, you can automate and integrate. Standardization easy. is the key. I, I, it's, it's a bit off topic, but I had a meeting a while back with, uh, uh, I can't say the name, but a very, very well-known uh, company, big, international, global. <laughs> We're almost there. Yeah. In, in the end, and, I'm just going to say the and, name. <laughs> and, and it starts yeah. with it. And then the, the entire discussion was, well, they were interested in, in, in doing micro-segmentation and automating some of those low-level network parts. So the, the entire conversation was around NSX. And then in the end, when we talked about details, it needed to be supported on a specific version of Red Hat. Okay. And then uh, the type of workloads were so exotic and uh, it needed to cooperate with a specific, a very niche version of OpenStack, blah, blah, blah. All, all, all it's and, dependencies and, they yeah, created. Huh? Exactly. And so the customer, it's exactly what I'm, what I'm going for. So the customer said, we really like NSX. We like the power of NSX. We, we, we understand the solution and then what it can bring to the table. But we refuse to add another layer of complexity. We already have so many plates that we need to keep on spinning. We're not adding another one. And in my head, and I didn't succeed in the end at that customer. Did that compute? (laughs) Exactly. It did not compute because for me, that conversation shifted towards why are you then not standardizing? Why are you keeping all those plates spinning? Why do you keep all those little snowflakes of pieces of data center 
you will never, if, if that's your philosophy, you will never move forward. No, you will always will, have that overhead. And they will never get to the state, they, the desired exactly, state. They will exactly. never get that. Yeah. And, that, and, that is, and, and if I look, for example, I had a, it's, an, it's an anecdotal uh, way of, of, of telling it, but same thing with, I had a customer recently where, they, um, where, where I had a, a business case discussion. Right? And that is that is the way that that I'm doing my job these days is 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 discuss business cases on how to uh, finance VCF in the end, mm-hmm. right? Depending on what the actual um, plan is with the customer, of course. And um, so I went into the customer, and and in the first meeting, I didn't open the business casing tool. That's something I didn't do. But in the first, it was a little bit asking some some questions to get some information out of them. And they said, yeah, we want to go SDDC. So, okay, cool, fine, SDDC. It's a, it's a, okay, what do, you, what, what do you understand? How much kilos? Uh, yeah, how many, uh, 100, 100 grams of SDDC, can it be a little bit more? And no. That's a little bit uh, how, how, how it's been, uh, been seen. And I said, yeah, what, what, do you, what do you actually want to, want to get to? What, what is mm. the state you want to get to? Yeah, but we want to, uh, we want to have the SDDC because, I said, yeah, what, because of what? I want a blue one. No. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah we, in, in all different shapes and forms, uh, whatever you want. And uh, I said, yeah, actually, we want, a, we want a portal. And I wrote that down. And, and I didn't ask any questions. The, and we, we, made a, we made a next um, appointment the week after where we would discuss the, the, the business case. Mm. And I came into the customer and we started asking on uh, how can we optimize your existing workload and so on and so on so we can uh, reduce the amount of CPUs used and so on and so on. So it's from a, an infra level up. And at the moment where we came to the automation layer, I asked, okay, so last week you told me a story and you said we want to have a portal. So tell me, what do you want to resolve? Hmm. What is not working these days? What is not working today? And then he started this question and said, so if I get 10 requests, eh, nine out of them uh, we can uh, we can relatively easy fix. Eh? I have... Uh, I have a guy next to me. Uh, he, he he he's the guy of, of the IP addresses, and the guy next to me mm, is the guy of, typical, of, the, yeah. of the LUNs, and that guy is the guy of, of security. But we can just talk to each other, and we and, and everybody gets gets mm. gets stuff done. So it's easy to 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 get it. So how much time does it really cost? Manual time. So yeah, maybe half an hour. Half an hour. Cool. If you can reduce that to to zero, we we won mm. uh, four and a half hours in 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 the ten requests that we had. Which is not a lot, not a lot of gain. So, okay, so then, so then your last uh, request needs to be extremely long and hard to, to 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 provision. So, tell me about that last one. And that was indeed a little bit harder to provision. But in the end, they created some sort of own portal where they have a form, and that form has been emailed to the same guys that did the IP addresses, that did the the, the VMs, and that did the, the storage. Yeah. And so. In the end, it was it was a, a, a process, but it was just a, a form, a mm. portal between brackets that they that they created that sent an email in the backend, mm. and then the same process of the nine others. So I said to him, so, so why do you want a portal? So can you can you again tell me why you need that portal? Because at this moment, from what I see, you can only win five hours in total on ten requests, and he did. I think 50 deploys or so per month. So they can they can win 50 hours somewhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they had a team of five people. So that, that's not a lot. And when I asked the question, you, you saw the penny drop with the customers. Mm-hmm. And yeah, my question on a portal, that, that didn't go anywhere. That was not what I want. At that moment, he said, yeah, 
actually what we want is because of the business asking me, can you give me a, a strategy on how to adopt public cloud? So that's a completely different story than yeah. I want the portal. Mm. Because that story is how can I be more flexible? Mm. How can I how can I address scale? How can I address all these things? How can I do that? And then we made a business case together and we 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 came to the conclusion that if we would do VCF, for example, we had a base layer and we could start opening a door to the public cloud. Yeah. But these conversations, if you don't have them in a in a good way, mm. customers don't understand, well, especially IT guys don't understand what they actually want. They're still trying to solve each individual problem with each individual yeah. solution. Yeah. Yeah. They're not seeing the bigger picture. That's no, the same like I had in the previous or the following podcast. Yeah, the following. Depending, <laughs> depending on how you will launch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's, yeah, you have a problem, you look for a solution mm. and you solve that one problem. Yeah. And they do not look at a bigger picture. And I'm not saying every IT is the same. I had this if I look at my my own uh, opportunities that I had in the past, I think 10 years ago, I also had one problem, solution, solve my problem. For okay. every for every nail a hammer, that's, but, a, yeah. Yeah, that, that's it. And that makes it really difficult because then you have a lot of spinning plates. Yeah. Same, same, same in the security field. Eh? Uh, you can go crazy with the amount of solutions. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a slide like with thousands. Millions uh, if you uh, want. Uh, different uh, solutions on different problems yeah. on, on each layer of, of whatever you might think. One of my customers, I, I think they have like, I think 12 or 13 agents in a The in average a is 35. So on the, on the updated slide deck, the average is 35 security, di 35 different security solutions per customer. Uh, there was only 13 agents in a, one VDI. Yeah, there, there, <laughs> there, there, there you go. Yeah. And these and and these these uh, use resources res and 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 what are they solving? That's only the problem of a nail. Yeah, and it's every time a hammer you just put in that one specific yeah. problem. Yeah. So that's uh, that 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 is that is exactly what we what we try to resolve. So yeah. um, consistent infrastructure already heard and consistent operations. Operations. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I think that the thing that is basically driving it to today is um, is the application. Um, yeah. That's what we see more and more. Uh, where we where we as VMware. We were talking about uh, infra and still are talking about the infra layer, uh, and we actually did only talk about the infra layer up until till now operationally. And but actually looking from the operational console down to the infrastructure again, but not up to the application. And uh, and if I look these days, um, traditional applications need to be kept alive with a, a declining budget, and the things that really bring in money. Is the, the the changing applications? So the the, mm. the call it the born and raised applications in the the born and raised in the cloud applications, um, things that are being built on a new architecture yeah. that that are now um, being spun up uh, and and going down um, um, when they when they when they actually when the need is there. Yeah. Uh, let's for example let's let, let's take the example of um, of Tomorrowland ticket sell. Mm. Right, five years ago, um, every time there was a a sell of the tickets, the site went down. These days, it doesn't go down anymore. Mm -hmm. We just sell ten thousand tickets in an uh, in in an hour, a couple of seconds, yeah? mm. and it's done. Yeah. Why? Because we have the capacity now to scale up and yeah. to scale back. Yeah. I, I, I think yeah. that's part of the broader message that we're putting out there. Because you mentioned the, the legacy applications, and I don't see them changing or adopting very Not fast. But it's all the the yeah, relatively new applications, but especially the brand new applications. They're all going to be 
or are containerized. Mm. Correct. Right. And in the past, um, people that needed that kind of infrastructure weren't really looking at VMware. Let, no. Let's be let's be honest. And now, um, because that's the reason why we're having this specific podcast, because we have a new version yeah. uh, that we just announced, um, we say that we're the perfect platform to host mm. your containers natively on the same platform that you already knew how to manage and correct. maintain. And, uh, correct. Yeah. But that is, that is, I think, the, the, the way forward, because in the end, the legacy applications are not the money makers anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. The money makers are being made somewhere in the cloud with another architecture. Mm. Uh, in the end, they need to communicate, they need to run on the same platform mm. that doesn't need to be but that might be ideally ideal for your operations guys um, that they can still look into the consistent operations operational toolings to um, to work with that application that is new for them but in the end is just a vm yeah. it is it is just yeah. another workload but, but that's the thing and that's where it all comes together for for me again i'm a technical guy also a very pragmatical guy so in in the past before this specific release of vcf which goes hand in hand with the new release of, of vsphere uh, 77 in the end if you said okay i'm an I, i'm building an application and uh, i'm building it around ai and machine learning i need compute power so what do you do okay you go to the google clouds of, of this world I, I don't know you you pick a service you let it run you consume that that service mm -hmm. what we're now saying with our infrastructure is you might as well do that privately correct because of the all the acquisitions that we did in the past mm -hmm. uh, I, I, i'm not sure if it, the, the name is is it bitnami that i think uh, it's bitnami heptio is also one of those uh, there, there was one specifically that that did the GPU uh, uh, Bitfusion. Of, uh, Bitfusion. Bitfusion. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, so that's now integrated in vSphere Seven. Mm -hmm. uh, again, same platform that you used to use for your VMs, but can now use for machine learning or mm -hmm. AI development or, or whatever. Uh, yeah, and a lot more in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but if, you, if and 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 that is exactly what we want because yeah. that is that is that is the any 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 yeah, the any device. Um, we we will be talking about that uh, in, in in the next in the next podcast but um but but also the any app it was something that we did with uh, with Dieter uh, mm -hmm. re recently only we just basically scratched the surface on on the any application part um but in the end what you really want is that that infrastructure layer that is now um solving your application problem yeah. um where uh, the control of IT was gone and right now you can now run natively on a hypervisor you know yeah. everything that is cloud native and that is that is i think the the, the force because right now again the oil and the chain right mm. the friction is gone between those developers and and the operation guys but it ties back to what we said earlier so customers that don't you have customers that definitely see the bigger picture and we, we don't have an issue with them uh, in fact we applaud them yeah. um, but you ha all, you still have a lot of organizations out there that will contact us for one specific problem and that's where we as as uh, yeah consultants slash engineers come in so we can do that one on, on on one mapping we also have partners that can definitely help us with that but 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 for instance the, the use case i had before with the machine learning check mm -hmm. You can do that privately. You Private. don't have to go to the mm. cloud for, no. for that. You control your, uh, your your cost, again, much better than you would and, in the cloud. And you control the security as well. As, again, security, good topic, because I have, I have customers that say, well, I, I need to use something like Azure, because if I spin up a workload there, it's it's a signed instance of, of that virtual machine, and only Azure or whatever kind of public can, can deliver it. 
yeah, that's gone. vSphere does that natively. Yep. And the good thing a, a is also is, is a lot of customers that tend to look at this is, for example, I want this fully on-prem, but what I want to do then uh, in a testing and a Q&A and, 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 uh, and QA uh, quality and, uh, and assurance and those kind of things, run that in the cloud, let the developer go, but you still have that consistent infrastructure Correct. and operations. So a lot of customers are looking into this. And, to to, uh, to this be matter. honest, if, if I would be a developer, my job is to develop code, mm -hmm. yep. is to develop an application or to work to, an, uh, to, to make a business initiative succeed with the code that I'm building, yeah. right? In the end, if I'm coming in in the morning and I open up my console and I start typing code, I don't really care where I type the code no. or where I, where I compile my code. Um, I, I don't care. I don't care where it's running. I don't care um, how it's running as long as it's running because for a developer, their development environment is their production environment. And that is then, exactly what it is. Then you as an enterprise where, where, where this developer is working have a, a, a moral code to comply by. Correct. And then you can say, okay, I accept shadow uh, IT, yeah. and I by accepting shadow IT, I accept all the risk that comes with that, the, mm -hmm. the, the stuff we mentioned before. Or I don't accept that risk, and I mitigate that risk by making sure that whatever that developer needs is something that I can provide mm -hmm. at, at the speed of business and whatever. Yeah, and, I th and that is, I think, um, we are now... Um, reducing the friction yeah. of of doing that exactly where we and and, and there were solutions eh? we we had um, was it vmware integrated containers that we we, we all we we, we had we, we took the long way around yeah but to, we to, we, uh, we yeah. i think we learned a lot in those offerings yeah, it's an evolution did. for us uh, as an organization as well eh? that's it so uh, so i think we learned a lot of um, of the of of the way we brought stuff to market eh? we had uh, uh, i think it was in uh, was it vsan 6 Seven, one of the first iterations, we had a, a cloud-native storage uh, integration. Uh, yeah, right now we have uh, it being built in, right? Mm -hmm. uh, in vSAN 7, we uh, introduced NFS uh, treated 1 and 4. We now have file services that can be consumed mm -hmm. out of vSAN. Um, and with vSphere 7, we now have the ability to spin up containers um, based on built-in Kubernetes, Inside our inside our hypervisor, which is kind of a, which was kind of the, the the way that in the end and potentially Belgium will be a little bit behind in adopting it, but I'm sure there are uh, there are m more than one developer out there already doing this in a big Linux machine. Yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. and that is exactly what what, what, we, what we now gave them. We, we gave we, them a platform where they can't can blame VMware for being not ahead of the curve. We've yeah. always been always been ahead of the curve. And the the as they say in English the proof is in the pudding because the 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 the, the road we took to get to this point and there's still a long road ahead took us over what you mentioned um uh, Vio, uh, VMware integrated OpenStack and, and other solutions think, because yeah. at uh, yeah, for, uh, integrated containers mm -hmm. because at that point it makes sense to, to do something like that sure. and then <laughs> the funny thing is as soon as you start talking to a customer have you heard about VIX at, at, mm -hmm. back in the day uh, no what is it well did you know that you can use it as a, a native Docker uh, interface and spawn your containers and wow that's why didn't we think about that and how can we use it? Mm -hmm. So VMware definitely setting, defining the market, basically, mm -hmm. defining the, the, the way forward. Yeah, correct. How cool is it that we work at yeah. VMware? That is, uh, <laughs> but that, that, and, and I think that is, that is very nice to, um, to, to be at VMware. We're always a, 
you're always a front runner if you if you work at a vendor. But if you work at a vendor with, for example, with vision. like like <laughs> VMware, where the vision didn't really change in let's say eight years now, mm. and that that it's becoming more and more um, uh, reality. reality. And and also that the vision that we set eight years ago that it's becoming reality also today in the enterprise world because you can set a you can set a vision, and then never get to the reality. Mm. <laughs> That's the vi- not a good vision, right? But uh, okay, but okay. Um, I'm also a, a realist. The the vision that we've set forward eight to ten years ago was so high level mm. <laughs> that whatever we were going to do was in that direction. But but what we did actually do over that course of a uh, period of time is align do acquisitions that all supported that mm, vision correct. to that's, get at that specific yeah, that's point. That's what we, we were discussing so, during our acquisition podcast as well. Yeah, I think yeah, that is yeah, exactly yeah. what we are what we have been doing in the in the last couple of days. Um, so that, that that is for me I think uh, that's a little bit a combination of what we uh, what what vSphere 7 is and what we what we introduced. So we introduced um, um, VCF 4.0 um, this week. That is for us the go-to market for vSphere 7, including Kubernetes. Yeah. Um, so uh, also getting back to the standardization, the autom- automation, and so on and so on, uh, the security being built in and so on. You, you you need to take, you can't take every single step at a time. You need to make sure that everything is being yeah being being um, the good foundation is supporting the initiatives you're taking up up up, up the stack. I would say. Uh, of course, it's, uh, it's to avoid building it yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah. yeah, that's it. So, uh, so in my view, um, VCF four that's uh, that, is, that is then the, the, the Kubernetes one. Uh, you can also, of course, you can use VSphere seven uh, standalone and just run your VMs on it. That, that's all good. Uh, you can also run uh, vSense seven uh, standalone. Uh, but if you really want to go Kubernetes and all all, all the all the fun stuff uh, or uh, what the cool kids are talking about these days, <laughs> <laughs> then. Uh, then, then you need to go to, uh, yeah, to that's to the consistent infrastructure stuff. Exactly. Piece, so. Okay, exactly. boomer. <laughs> 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 so, uh, so, but that, that, that I think that that is that is more or less what we had to say for today. Or uh, do we have something more, guys? Uh, no more smart things. I think. No more smart uh, things. Uh, oh, do you have dumb things to say? Or uh, oh, maybe. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's talk about that's, that. That's for the next episode. <laughs> so, uh, all right, guys. So uh, let's conclude the, the, the podcast here. Then, um, thank you very much for uh, for for listening. Thank you very much, guys, for participating. And um, yeah, if you have any subjects to share that we can talk about in the in the podcast uh, in the next episodes, maybe it's a good idea that you just reach out to one of the Fredericks or myself um, at uh, on, on Twitter or uh, on our. VMware address or just when we uh, um, walk across the street because we can't be close together uh, these days we need to be at least one one meter apart from each other so then we can just yell subjects to each other uh, from one side to the other of the side of the of the road so uh, thank you very much guys for uh, for listening and uh, yeah let's talk soon see ya bye, bye.